this is Stephanie Ortega, and you're listening to the Remix Movement Podcast. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Remix Movement Podcast. Thank you so much for subscribing to our YouTube and listening to us also on our podcast streaming, which would be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and also Anchor FM. We really do appreciate it. Supporting this ministry, it means a lot to us. And um, I know you guys haven't seen Lewis in a while. Um, he has been working hard and just, you know, been trying to keep things together. So I'm sorry for that, but hopefully he'll be with us probably in the next few episodes. Um, we usually do it on the weekends and um, we're just we're trying new things out. So um, anyways, you'll get to see him soon. But he says hello. <laughs> All right. So in our last episode, um, we talked about the oldest son um, in the parable of the lost son in the story. And that's found in Luke chapter 15, verse 25 to 32. Um, we discussed how he felt anger and jealousy when he saw that his younger brother was being celebrated for coming back home after using all of his inheritance money. And he asked himself, well, what about me? You know, why does he get celebrated and I don't? Why Why are you excited that he came back? He, he misused what he had. I work all the time with my father. And um, it was just basically about jealousy and how we get angry sometimes when we see other people get blessed and we don't have the blessings that God has for us yet or in that time. Um, we talked about how it's understandable how that can happen. It's very easy for that to happen. And we also gave five practical ways in how you can um, overcome jealousy if for any reason you do find yourself asking why or what about me. So in the last episode's challenge, it was to think of a recent time when you just scrolled through your social media, whichever one that you use, and you saw the things that they were posting with your friends and your family, and you caught yourself just feeling the same way the older brother did in the parable of the lost son, asking, well, why hasn't that happened to me? What about me? What's going on? And um, basically, instead of getting angry or jealous, to go ahead and turn that around and just to pray for what you have already or pray for them, for the blessings that they're getting. Um, celebrate knowing that God is still faithful and your blessings will come in his time. God has not forgotten about you. So that was basically the episode challenge. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that's a little bit more not as joyful, <laughs> I guess. Um, not as happy, but something that needs to be talked about because this is something that's inevitable. Um, the title of episode 85 is going to be how to deal with lost, loss, not loss, loss, L-O-S-S. -S. And this year, um, you know, 2020 has been one of those years that we've never had before. Um, the pandemic has really had a lot of people losing their loved ones, losing the opportunity to see their grandparents, losing uh, people that we love because they got coronavirus and they passed away or just losing people because they lost, you know, to something else, some disease that they had or they something happened and, and we lost them. So we're dealing with a lot of death. We're dealing with a lot of loss. We're dealing with a lot of 
difficulties and it's it's not helping that we're going through you know uh, a really hard economical situation in the united states and also in other countries but um this is something that i feel like it's a serious topic that we have to talk about and i want to talk about it before the holidays because these holidays that are coming up uh for thanksgiving christmas and new year's may be very different compared to last year's because we'll be celebrating with people that we wanted to celebrate with and people that may not be sitting at the table with us. Um, so I want to talk about it. I want to talk about how in our lives, it's inevitable for us to say that we never lose somebody. Um, unfortunately, suicide rates are up. Divorces are up. Um, you know, relationships that are being broken are up. And it's hard. It's hard for us to manage this pandemic, but it's even harder to put in loss as well. And um, it's something that not only do we lose people through death, but we also lose people and relationships. Like I said, when people go through divorce, you're losing the person that you had made vows to. And some people are losing relationships, maybe because they're quarantined with certain friends or family members. They're getting into arguments and conflicts and it's breaking apart families. It's breaking apart relationships. And you're not losing that person to death, but they, in, a, in a way you're losing that relationship or that person because they're choosing to go away. They're choosing to leave you. So, you know, in both of these instances, loss is a part of our lives. Whether we like it or not, loss is a part of our lives. And the reason for that is because we are not going to live forever. Eventually, we will die and, and it will happen, you know. And culture has really showed us that we need to move through the grieving process quickly. And a lot of times when somebody passes away, a lot of people say, well, they're in a better place or, you know, you're going to have some comfort. It'll get through it. Time will fly by. And they think that that's really helping. And sometimes it isn't because sometimes the loss that you're dealing with is not a loss that they've experienced. For example, um, you know, when my grandmother passed away six years ago, my dad lost his mom and I lost a grandmother. And it's two different losses. When you lose a grandmother, I've only ha shared certain years with her. And many, many of the years I shared with her were in her later lives, right? In her later years. Um, my dad lost his mom. And I didn't have the words to tell my dad, like, I know what you're going through because I don't know what it is to lose a mother. I've never lost my mom. My mom is still alive, thank God. But there's going to be times when, you know, People are going to go through a grieving period and you just you're not going to have the right words to say to them. And that's OK. You know, like sometimes in order for us to make another person feel better um, about the circumstances when it, when it has to deal with death, it's just better to tell them I'm here for you. I'm praying for you. That's probably one of the best things you can say. I'm sorry for your loss. I'm here for you. I'm praying for you. That's the best thing you can say. And sometimes in just saying that, that's that's comforting and that's all they need. All right. But yeah, it, it doesn't just take a quick process to get over grief. I mean, grief is when you're grieving somebody, sometimes it takes a couple days, sometimes it takes a couple weeks, sometimes it may take longer. I know that it was very difficult for my dad the first year after she passed. I mean, the holidays were not the same. And 
we don't live with her because she was in Puerto Rico and we were living here in Florida. But, you know, every summer I remember going to my grandmother's house with my sister. And, you know, when when certain holidays came, we would go to Puerto Rico and we would spend time with her. And you remember those moments and you look back and I did go through a grieving process. It was very hard for me. Um, I'm the oldest granddaughter of all the grandkids on my dad's side. And um, there's a total of seven or eight of us. And I'm the oldest one. And that means that when she passed away, I was the oldest one. Um, I remember she passed away the year that Lewis and I got married. She couldn't go to our wedding. Um, and, you know, she was sick, but she was my grandmother. And ever since that day, I've learned to really cherish the people I have in my life. And I choose to contact my grandparents that I have still alive and I call them just to see how they're doing. And I do the same thing sometimes with my family members that I, I really don't get a chance to see them because they don't live with me. But I still take the, the opportunity to really think of them and cherish them while they're still alive. But going back to grieving, grieving is not something that we should think, well, we're believers. We're not supposed to grieve because I can tell you that's not true. There is always going to be a time when somebody passes away that you're going to want to grieve. There's sadness that goes with that. There's tears that goes with that. And it's okay for you to grieve, all right? So, you know, the, the grieving process, as painful as it is, it's also necessary for our healing because we do go through a healing afterwards. And, um, and I just want to read something in the Bible that talks about how Grieving is a process. Grieving is something that we do go through. Grieving is something that, you know, you can't just brush away that somebody you loved is not here anymore. You have to be able to recognize that the person that you love, whether it's a friend, a family member, a coworker, a pet, an animal, a dog, you know, if it really is someone that you really love, it's going to hurt when they pass away. But you're going to have the time needed to go ahead and really go through a grieving process. So in the Bible, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, I'm going to read verses 1 through 4. And it says, There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. So obviously here, God is trying to let us know, hey, it's okay to grieve. You will go through a time where you will cry. You will go through a time where you will laugh about the memories you have. You'll go through a time where you'll mourn and you'll go through a time where you'll be able to dance and rejoice again. So there will be a time Obviously, we, we don't encourage or hope that during your grieving process, you get into a depression. God is not one who wants you to be depressed. God is not somebody who wants you to be in sadness all the time. But he understands that grieving is a process. And he understands how if someone does pass away that you really love, a mom, a dad, a sister, a brother, a grandma, a grandpa, an uncle, a husband, a wife, a sis, you know, a cousin, Whoever that person may be that may pass away, there is a time for you to grieve. There is a time for you to mourn. And that's okay. Even as believers, that's okay. All right. 
grieving can uh, really make God show you how to really not overcome the grieving, but overcome your sadness. Grieving is when you will literally see God bring us to a place of wholeness. He'll see that you are sad because that person's not physically in your life. But if that person was a believer, if that person received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and then passed away, he kind of reminds you, hey, don't worry about it because they may not be with you physically, but they're with me in heaven. They're with me in heaven and they're no longer in their disease. They're no longer in their sickness. They're no longer in pain. They're no longer in suffering. If they have Jesus Christ in their heart and they passed away, you can know without a shadow of a doubt that that person that you love is actually right now in heaven with Jesus Christ. And they are dancing and rejoicing and praising God and worshiping him. And they are in a better place. And that right there is just God allowing us to understand that even though you may be going through like a part of, of your heart is missing, a part of who you are is missing because they're not physically there. When you're going through the grieving God will bring you back to wholeness. God will bring you back to completion. God will allow us to really understand that they are no longer here, but they're not lost. They're not lost at all because they are living with God in heaven. They are rejoicing in their home in heaven. They have all that they need in heaven. And that's something that, again, instead of really dwelling on the fact that we lost somebody that we love, it's a little bit comforting to know that we can still remember the special moments that we had with them and we can still give we can still give God praise because we know that they're in heaven. That's why it's so important for us to continue to let people know who God is because we love our family members and we love our friends and we want that if a day happens that something tragic happens and they pass away we can know that they are in heaven. So in John chapter 16, verse 22, it says, So with you, now is your time of grieving, but I will see you again and you will rejoice and no one will take away your joy. So your joy here on earth is the fact that you know who Jesus Christ is, the fact that you're spending time with those you love, the fact that you get to uh, celebrate special moments. But while you're going through your grieving and your grieving is over, you will still have a joy. You will still have a joy in your heart. You will still know that Jesus Christ is with them and, and they are even more filled with the Holy Spirit and with joy because they are in heaven. Now, the Bible also says in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, it says, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Grieving is only a temporary season and we will get peace and we will get strength, but that strength and that peace will only come from God. That strength and that peace will only come from allowing God to really dwell in our lives and to really be there. We really have to like seek God in our in our darkest moments, in our lowest seasons, in our times of need, in our times of tears, in our times of sadness, and even more when we lose someone. We need to make sure that we we continuously seek God and and we 
learn to go through the grieving with God. So I have three steps on how to deal with loss. And I feel like I was like, let me just put these three steps because I feel like it's easy to remember. And I think they're very applicable. So the first one is give yourself space and time. You need to give yourself the adequate amount of space and time to be honest with your feelings, not to think that, oh, I didn't get a chance to say this, not to think, oh, I didn't get a chance to do this, not to think of what you didn't get to do, but to really understand what you got an opportunity to do. I had an opportunity to share moments with my grandmother every summer. I had an opportunity to learn how to cook certain recipes with her. I had an opportunity to know that even though I wasn't there when she passed away in that hospital, that God was still in her life, that even till her dying breath, she prayed and she made sure her kids understood how important her relationship with God was. So give yourself the amount of time and space that you need so that you can really be honest with your emotions. Number two, don't grieve alone. Don't don't stay in your bubble by yourself. Don't dim the lights and not go out. I'm not saying you have to go and party because that's definitely not what you should do. But have someone on call for words and for peace and for comfort. Have someone that, that you can pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm dealing with this. I just lost this person and I need help. And that person could be your family member that person can be your friend that person can be a pastor that person can be a therapist it can be anybody that you trust but don't go through the grieving process alone because when you're alone the same way god wants you to have him be a part of your grieving time the enemy will try to get into your grieving time and make you feel inadequate They'll, he will try to put lies in your mind he'll try to say that you're not worthy to go to the funeral or to go to the cemetery or to be a part of you know how they're going to be able to remember that person like don't feel that you have to go this uh, through this alone you don't god gave us tools god gave us people who love and care about us and it's best if when you're grieving that you have somebody that you can call and that you trust to just you know hey i i feel bad about this person because this person passed away or this person's no longer in my life and i want to just i want to hear what you think about it i want you to tell me how you you know went through it maybe maybe the person you are talking to is somebody who also lost somebody then they can help you out with their words so the important thing is not to grieve alone and the last one number three don't lose hope in god god is always going to care for you god is always going to be there for you so don't lose hope in god when you're grieving, make sure to pray. When you're grieving, make sure to read his word. Find out scriptures. God will be able to still speak to you. God will give you still hope. God will give you a way for you to, again, remember your loved ones, but still be able to understand that even though they're not here in person, they are in a better place with God. They are in God's presence. They are worshiping him. They are with the angels. They are with others. They have everything that they need. And 
they will not be forgotten. People that we lose are never forgotten. They hold a special place in our lives. They maybe shaped the way we see things, maybe helped us in our culture. Maybe you have something that they have and you passed it down to your kids or you passed it down in your family. Just because someone just because someone you love is not here doesn't mean that the memory of them will stop. All right. I want to end with this Bible verse, Psalms 34, chapter 18. And it says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Once again, God is with you. He will lift you up day by day. It may not be a fast process. It may take a few days, a few weeks. It may even take a year like it did for my dad. It, it was a hard, rough year after my grandmother passed. But you know what? Now when we talk about her, it's not one where we're sad. It's one of cherishing her memory, cherishing who she was, and being thankful for everything that she passed down. So God is with you. If your heart is broken because you lost someone, if you're sad because you lost somebody, God is with you. In this episode's challenge, I want you to really think about this, okay? If you have lost someone in your life recently, or if you know someone who lost someone this year, again, it's been a very rough year. It's been a hard year. Regardless of who they lost, pray for them or pray for yourself. Pray that God gives you peace and God gives you strength to move through the grieving stage, not past the grieving stage, but through the grieving stage. And remember that grieving is only a season. God wants us to remember the special moments that we shared with these people that we loved. And God wants us to know that he is always there with us, even when we are the saddest. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I will talk to you again soon. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Remix Movement for more updates. Send us a DM with your feedback, questions, and any topics that you would like to hear in any of our future episodes. Thank you and God bless.